y'all listening as Kyle and Jeremy from Bic Alliance talk about what Bic is and what they do and a little bit about podcasting. In today's global economy, quality matters. Benjamin Franklin once quipped, the bitterness of poor quality remains long after the sweetness of low price is forgotten. Quality Matters is here to talk about all things quality. So whether you're looking to improve your business, getting ready for an audit, or dealing with failed inspections, tune in, check us out, then get back to doing work that matters. Well, howdy, everyone. This is Kyle with the Quality Matters podcast, and I am without Darcy again for another (laughs) week. Um, Although since this week we're doing this all on camera, I don't think she's all that upset about it. Um, But we've got uh, another guest this week. Uh, So we have uh, Jeremy with the uh, Big Alliance. And y'all do a lot of stuff that I had no idea was even a thing. I thought y'all just put out the uh, the monthly magazine. Sure. So there's a lot more that you guys guys do. Um, so looking forward to, to talking with you and kind of learn a little bit more about uh, you and how y'all got into uh, doing all of this. Hey, thanks, Kyle, for having me. Appreciate uh, appreciate the time. Yeah, absolutely. So obviously, all I know about uh, Big is that it's uh, you put out the monthly magazines. All I knew before. So tell, just kind of give us a little briefly, like what it is you guys do. Right. Yeah. So um, in short, you know, Bic Alliance founded about 37 years ago, uh, operations in Louisiana and here in Texas. So Bic Alliance's whole goal is to connect business and industry for the betterment of all. Right. So gotcha. what does that mean? There's, there's sort of three ways we do that. We call it the Bic Triangle. So the magazine, you know, marketing, new media, we'll dig into that a little bit more, uh, recruiting, you know, finding the right people for your business. Right. And then the third leg of our triangle is actually sell side M&A. So as we built relationships with like industrial owners throughout our right. history uh, those are those relationships led to uh, an opportunity to maybe uh, sell their business or uh, okay. do some sort of equity transaction the words the word sell can mean a lot right right and so basically <laughs> in short on that you know basically we work with industrial contractors you know people performing industrial services primarily on the Gulf Coast Kyle but man all over the country really yeah. right so that, that's that's really our, our, our sort of three uh, primary focus for our organization okay okay well that's, like I say this all it's Somewhat new to me. I, I hadn't known a whole lot about you guys yeah. for a while. And I wound up uh, meeting uh, was, uh, Tom at yeah. uh, one of these uh, get-togethers. And he's like, hey, we're having a crawfish bowl. And, you know, that, that yeah. sold me. Um, so, nice. But uh, since I really had fun kind of learning more about uh, what it is you guys do. So what's, uh, what's your, your role here? Yeah, yeah. So I'm president of the company and COO. Uh, my partner is Thomas Brinsko. He's the CEO of the company. Thomas is the son-in-law of our founder, Mr. Earl Hurd. So okay. Earl's kind of legend in the business. Uh, wrote a lot of books on the sales and marketing training. He was a fire and safety training coordinator. Uh, that's kind of how Bic started. Earl was uh, basically doing some videos back in the 80s, right, on fire and safety training right. for all the plants. Yeah. And um, uh, the video business uh, struggled. He uh, it was tough to keep up with the technology right and all the equipment right I mean, you know how that is right <laughs> Kyle? Bit, right so um he would put out a flyer that um would announce what uh what his business was doing like what videos were coming up next right mm-hmm. but what what became popular was folks were contacting saying earl i'm seeing your flyer i want to advertise in your promotional flyer okay that you're sending to plant managers safety coordinators that's how bic was born so the, okay. the publication was birthed from uh, actually a video a video business interesting yeah interesting 
That's so, kind of a, a backwards way that you would it, expect things to go, but it it's is. kind of cool. It makes sense. Right. Yeah. Kind of coming full circle now because now we're doing podcasts and videos <laughs> and webinars and, and, all, and all the new media. So, so yeah. what do you all have going on in, in that space right now? Yeah, well, look, the biggest thing right now for all the plants, right, all these contractors trying to work inside these facilities is the the Delta variant last couple of weeks, right? Yeah. A lot of um, confusion and a lot of challenges and I would say inconsistency and in how they're treating contractors, right, yep. coming into the sites, right? So I heard this week even uh, stars and physical identifiers for whether or not you have been vaccinated. So there's mm. been a lot of uh, people trying to figure out and navigate how all this works, right? I mean, yep. Yesterday I heard another client say they had 53 folks on a bus being bussed in for a project and two people got the Delta variant, right? Well, well got COVID, right? So yeah. all 53 had to quarantine for 10 oh days. So you're trying to do, you're trying to do a six month, one year project. That's oh, going to set you back, right? Oh so, yeah. So I think folks are just trying to navigate that. We're seeing like European owned companies uh, having maybe a little bit stricter, stricter rules on the, the field personnel. Yeah. For the most part, though, they're doing a pretty good job of managing, man, keeping distance, that sort of thing. So the biggest topic right now is sort of uh, COVID and how that impacts the whole industrial contractor market. Yep. We were just talking about that uh, on the, the last two podcast episodes yeah. is there's uh, there's no shortage of ways to handle it. But, yeah, I just say, folks, go check out those yeah. episodes. We can talk about that more some other time. And, and Kyle, too, bigger picture, you know, I think for the industry, just with the Biden, Biden administration and where are we headed with renewables, right? All yep. these crude to renewable waste fuels conversions we're seeing, yep. you know, how much of that is going to, um, how imp impactful is that going to be? And then for our clients, it's like, uh, what is the opportunity there, right? I think people are still mm -hmm. trying to figure out, there's been a lot of talk of hydrogen, yep. uh, you know, what that means to the industry. And um, so, you know, that, that sort of decarbonization um, uh, goal, right, that we right. have, 2050 goal is, is going to influence uh, things. And then and how much is just going to stay the same in the sense of, look, whether you go to EVs or whether that market develops as planned, you're still going to need petrochemicals, right? Yes. So a lot, a lot of this market, what we do, a lot of our contracts are working in the petrochemical side of things. So. Yep. Well, you know, it's uh, interesting. We've started doing some work uh, with Texas Quality Assurance with um, – uh, renewable construction companies okay. or the folks maybe making the hydraulic fluids for uh, yeah. for the uh, uh, turbines. And it's a bunch of oil and gas guys still doing the work out there. Right. It's still the same kind of mentality, same folks doing the work. But yeah, it's really interesting to see how, uh, how things are changing and adapting and I guess we'll find out what's for good and what's for bad at yeah. one way or the other. Yeah. But, one, uh, <laughs> one thing cool, kind of interesting, you mentioned the, a lot of the same contractors doing the kind of the construction side of things. What I, I have heard, I interviewed um, uh, P6, P66 Rodeo out near San Francisco. Mm -hmm. And uh, interesting thing that the gentleman that's running the project said over there is that uh, he used a food and beverage engineering firm. Interesting. To produce. I thought that was kind of interesting. So, huh. you know, I would just say that, you know, if you're a contractor out there, keep that in mind. Some of the uh, mm -hmm. typical engineering firms may not be used. Used on some of this, uh, you know, conversion, these conversion projects. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, that's a fun idea. Yeah. That's a fun idea. Well, you had, uh, you know, a couple of uh, stories here that you said that you like to uh, like to tell yeah. um, at the end of some of the interviews and so forth. So I guess uh, let, let's kind of segue and, and, and jump into that here. Yeah, yeah. So uh, no, Kyle I was just thinking about. Appreciate you having me on, and I was thinking about um, how, how did how did I personally get here, right? Yeah. And I really just went back to my family, right? So um, my grandfather is a fifty year Exxon guy. Um, I'm from Baton Rouge. That's where okay. he was. That's where he was at. Yeah, good old Red Stick. Go Tigers. Go Tigers. <laughs> how many times can I say that? No. No. But uh, so um, my grandfather was in Exxon for fifty years, and a pretty cool story. After the war, World War Two, he uh, he was about six foot. 
three, pretty tall dude. And, um, you know, back then, man, the HR process was a little bit different now. And they just basically put an ad in the paper and said, hey, all men, we're right. trying to expand this facility, build this plant. Basically, you need to come out here and, and uh, you know, let's let's get some, some crews going, right? So my sure. grandfather went out there with some buddies, and uh, he got there late. And so he, uh, true story, he, um, <laughs> he, uh, you know, they're basically with a, with a big megaphone, just calling out guys like you, you, you. I mean, that was the interview process. <laughs> you know, I mean, this move, look, this moving pipe and moving metal, right? right? You know, and uh, <laughs> so he uh, he stands on a brick to make him look like he's six five or six six. <laughs> and I swear, to, true story. The 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 hiring manager, I say that loosely, because <laughs> I said, hey, uh, you in the back, man, like you know, you wow, c- come up, you look huge, right? Right. That's how I got the job. That's yeah, awesome. Great. So. <laughs> So, uh, but what I didn't know is, and now I realize, uh, my grandfather was a real marketing genius, right? So, um, his nick, his name was James Davis okay. and his nickname was Biscuit, right? So the, <laughs> the, the, the idea behind Biscuit was for job security, mm-hmm. he would wait, he's a 50 year career, man. This is how you keep a 50 year job. Everybody listen close, right? <laughs> he, uh, he, he would bake biscuits in the morning at like four in the morning before the plant manager and his supervisors got to work so when they got to work there was a wax paper with a hot biscuit on top. <laughs> so, no one's firing the biscuit guy Kyle, that's awesome right? so yeah so um so look man that kind of plays into what we do right you got to find your biscuit and what does that mean right you know you talk about quality right so yeah. how are you producing a quality marketing message how are you yep. identifying uh how you separate yourself from your competitors right that's yep. what we do at bic every day and help our help our contractor clients achieve that right so yeah yeah Oh, that's fascinating. It goes beyond that too, Kyle. I was thinking about my dad, right? So my father worked for Dow Chemical for like 49 years, right? Oh, wow. And um, he had- It doesn't happen these days anymore. Oh, no, man. Like, yeah. you know, he always joked, like, you're going to leave your job in four years. You know what I mean? So like, he just, yeah. So, um, you know, dad, he, um, Sid is his name. Sid worked for 49 years at Dow. He was, a uh, his passion was actually art. He was a freehand artist, like drawing. Oh, very right? cool. So, uh, look, the plant wanted to save some money on safety stickers and various other, uh, uh, you know, <laughs> programs. He would write, he would draw annual report images. If people were retiring, he would draw caricatures of them, right? Oh, like, very like cool. A, right. Well, no one's firing the caricature guy because when you were a retire you know when you retire you want your caricature right, right? yeah so you know he put like little things around the image like if they like fishing you draw oh, yeah. fishing but right you know a little that's like, really cool yeah and that's uh, really cool. yeah it is cool and so like i remember being a kid and uh you know uh, i don't think he's getting paid for it you know he just it was job <laughs> security man he would just kind of draw his caricatures and it, it was fun it was a passion for him right but like um it. anyway man so it's funny i just thought about my entire family in this industry not only the history of it but also um they were all marketing guys when you really think Interesting. about it. Right? So, yeah. Interesting stuff. Yeah. You know, I, I tell you, that's the, the sales marketing side of it is where, you know, I struggle the most. But, you know, that's what led us to doing the podcast, actually, mm-hmm. is I am not the natural sales guy. I can get out there. I can do the work. I can do the trainings. I can work with the folks and have yeah. a field day. But setting up that initial uh, conversation, getting that relationship started, that's tough. Yeah. But that's what we found the podcast is is really awesome for is it gives us a chance to just sit here, talk about stuff that yep. we do, talk about what we love, and hopefully it resonates with someone. And I got to say, I'm kind of shocked how many people uh, quality management resonates with. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. When, when did you found the company, Kyle? What's the what's the give me the quick history? Yeah. So it started out in 2013 because I was offered a chance to rebuild a software that I built for myself um, at the company I was working at. And so I built the server on my dining room table and <laughs> went and deployed it a month later. Um, but the whole software uh, 
that we got involved in to begin with, it's just because I was overworked. Yeah, I was working gotcha. 70, 80 plus yeah, hours sure. a week, and that's you know every waking hour it's basically. Yeah. And so I developed the software to save myself time, got down to a 50, 60 hour a week. Mm. That's great. Someone else, like I say, someone else saw it and was like, hey, kid, uh, could you do that for someone, uh, for a client of mine? I said, oh, I'd have to rebuild it all from scratch, but sure. And so three years later, I quit my job and been doing this full time since then. I love it. You took the leap. Oh, yeah. So we do everything now from consultation, auditing, uh, software, training, you name it. It's there. How cool. So uh, mostly uh, downstream or upstream? What's, what kind of uh, or all across different manufacturing? Really all uh, across. Yeah. I mean, because we're here in Houston, so 50% of our clients are in the oil and gas sure. world somewhere uh, along the, the way. But uh, we really focus mostly on small business. So gotcha. if you're like two to 200 employees, mm-hmm. um, you got a welder, a machinist, something like that, we're at home. Oh, we're cool. have a field day with you. Oh, how neat. So it's, um, yeah, it's just all, all built to be as, as simple, easy to use as possible. Because um, uh, let's face it, quality management, this stuff can get so complex, so stinking fast. Right. All of these standards and specifications, it can drive you up the wall trying to keep up with everything. Sure. So we just try to make it as simple and easy as we can. I, I joke and tell people the ISO standards or APIs, the same thing, is they are effectively common sense written by a lawyer. Okay, got it. Yeah, yeah. How cool. So, but yeah, that's that's the world we're in. But uh, yeah, we, we got started with the podcast. Um, it, it's a funny story because I was getting lunch with uh, Mark LaCour from OGGN. Mm-hmm. That was on one of his early podcasts. And so we got to know each other for a long time. And so I was at lunch and Darcy came with us and I was asking him about, yeah, yeah, how'd you get started with the podcast? Yeah. I kind of like it because give me a chance to talk about what I do, talk about what I love, but I don't feel pressured to be the sales guy. They don't feel like they're being pressured by a sales guy. Right. Yeah. And so Darcy, I can't remember exactly how it happened, but Darcy China is like, I don't want no part of that. <sighs> and Mark looked at her and pointed and he's like, yes, you should do it. Oh, and cool. so she is typically the host of the podcast and kind of reigns me in if I get a little too geeky. So she's A and you're B? Is that yes. what I'm hearing there? Yes. Now? All right. <laughs> so she is the boss lady. She runs the things around here. That's awesome. But uh, so tell me about some of these other kind of, you know, you talk about doing podcasts yeah. and digital marketing and stuff like what else yeah. are you guys putting together right now? Yeah, look, you know, I think it's demanding right now, right? So our, our industry is kind of interesting. Uh, kind of, we do surveys on how people in our industry, mostly downstream, refining and pitch a chemical to, to, yep. to kind of classify us, right? Uh, we touch a little bit in midstream as well. Your tanks, terminals, tanks, right? Pipeline. Uh, think of it like anything that touches a plant and go out one degree. Yep. That's kind of where Bic's world is, right? Okay. So in our audience is like, you know, plant management, operations, engineering, safety, procurement. We try and hit about, you know, 10 or so uh, job functions, right? Mm-hmm. At every single site across the country. But, you know, about 60% of the entire market is between Corpus Christi and Mobile. So that's right. where we play the most, right? Yep. But, uh, but but the challenge now is just how everybody consumes information so differently, right? I mean, oh, mobile, yeah. right? Mobile, phones, tablets, PC. And then the print magazine, you got to understand a lot of decision makers in our industry are, you know, I'm just going to take a guess here, somewhere around 59, 60 years old, yep. right? So that print publication is still by far our most uh, valued product, right? We do surveys right. every four years and people still consume a lot of uh, mm-hmm. data through that print publication, right? But there's certainly a transition and yep. the idea of um, the mobile side of this. I mean, you can do a podcast. I listen to them in my car, right? Yep. Even our own webinars I will listen to like in a car just as an audio file, right? Yep. I'm not like driving with the screen. <laughs> but, you know, so um, the biggest challenge for us, the biggest challenge for us right now is just trying to satisfy. Yeah. 
you know, that audience that wants uh, their media in a variety of different ways, right? And and sticking up, hanging in with that evolution is, is certainly a challenge for all publishers. Well, you hear the phrase, you know, you got to adapt to change all the time. But it's like, right. okay, that's just it's just something you say. Like, yeah, what the heck does that actually look like? Well, from both sides here, this is an example of what that looks like. It is you do. You got to try something, get the same idea, the same message, the same value of what you do, but you got to find a new way to get it out there. I mean, you know, I talked about, talked to folks about that in uh, the, the trainings we put on pretty frequently as I'm like, look, you, the same message you have, depending on how it's delivered, who it's delivered and who even delivers it, mm-hmm. it's going to resonate completely differently with folks. And you've got to be willing to change and do things differently. Um, you know, we went into uh, one, this is a great example, but we went into a facility recently and I'm thumbing through their uh, safety manual. Mm-hmm. And so it said that if you had some sort of a safety violation, you were required to wear a pink shirt the next day. Wow. And I'm like, that stuff just shouldn't wow. happen anymore. Man, it's like, I don't, don't get me wrong. There's it's like the shame. It's it. like the shame yes. shirt. I'm yeah. like, yeah, we got to change things. You got to do it a little differently. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, there's there's just so much room for for the audio video stuff. And like you said, listening to it in the car, like, my gosh, that's that's where I listen to three quarters of this stuff. If I'm driving, oh, man, I'm turning on a podcast or a book. You know, it depends on the car. I got my kids with me. I can't listen to the adult stuff. I to <laughs> yeah, Joe Oregon doesn't work out too well. When no, the yeah, in the a, car. Few, a few too many f bombs. <laughs> earmuffs, kids. Earmuffs. Earmuffs. Yeah, but yeah. That's, so that's that's why we keep these at uh, twenty minutes because it's it's about the time uh, you can get in. You drive. Yeah. You get to the office, and then, then we're done by then. Yeah, man. Um, we, we've had folks try to pressure us. I'd say pressure, but strongly suggest that we go to a longer format, get more detailed, more involved. I'm like. It's, nah, it's, you you and Darcy show man, do what you want. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so cool. w- what else? Uh, you know, do you have you guys got going on right now? Yeah. So um, you know, our our big focus, I think, for for our clients going forward is um, you know, trying to uh, trying to be a resource, man. You know, our, our whole goal is just to be a connection, right? So BIC is business and industry connection. So our whole mm-hmm. our whole mantra is, hey, if you're trying to work in this space. How do we how do we connect you with decision makers? So networking, events, right? Some of that's virtual right now, right? We yeah. just did a big virtual roundtable, uh, kind of in your world, you know. Had some maintenance directors uh, on the show from different um, plants, right? Just talking yep. about hey, what's up at their site? You know, this yeah. whole term maintenance 4.0 is also a little bit cliche, mm-hmm. but but I think the digitalization of, of our industry is something that you know for the most part is happening. However, a majority of what we do is very physical and extremely yep. manual, right? And when you when you get down to it, so so just kind of navigating our clients, I think. Through through that is something that's a priority for us. And okay. for BIC itself, you know, we're just trying to, to, to expand our client relationships, right? I mean, it's all about our people. Uh, look, it starts with the big people. Our, our team's unbel- just amazing. We've got a lot of staff members over 15 years at our company. Fantastic. We've got incredible, incredible digital team that's really, um, really sort of evolved here just in the last five or six years, right? And so oh, yeah. Yeah, for us, that's going to be, that's going to be the path, uh, the path that we're going to focus on in the future. So, so if folks want to, uh, you know, to know how to contact you guys if they want to work with you. And so what are some, I guess, uh, key key things you can do to support some of these uh, you know, folks in the industry out there? How do they get in contact with you? How do they learn about you? Yeah, pretty easy, man. BicMagazine.com is our uh, primary website where you can consume Bic top news, information, our podcast, our webinars. Gives you a real good feel for our audiences. Okay. Uh, BicAlliance.com is our parent site. From there, you can see our other three companies, right? The Bic Magazine, our recruiting services, and IBS Investment Banking, right? Okay. And I would just say uh, for anyone who's like interested in a role, right, a position in the industry, go, go, to, go to our BicRecruiting.com. I think that's fantastic, especially right now with the job market. So, I mean, I can't, don't even know how to describe it. It's just 
bonkers and yeah. odd. <laughs> yeah, the, it, it, odd is a great word, Kyle. Uh, absolutely, you know. And I think that uh, recruiting this year, we'll probably have our biggest year ever. We're on pace for that. Fingers That's crossed, awesome. right? But That's what awesome. does that mean? I hope that means positive things for the industry, right? People feeling more comfortable, right? Maybe heading into late late this year, early twenty twenty two, right? So that, yep. that's the biggest thing for me that 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 is 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 sort of triggering is that I, the thought that hey the mood is 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 getting more positive, right? Yep. So, well, yeah. and then whenever they find this new role, new position there, and they either need to learn to draw very well or that's learn right. to cook biscuits. That's right. Hey, man, look, find your biscuit. That's the entire <laughs> that's the entire goal here. Awesome, awesome. Well, hey, I don't think I've got anything else. I think this is uh, this is fun. Like I say, it's it's been great getting to know you guys because again, I had no idea everything that you did and really how deeply you work within the industry and the amount of good that you can do for folks. So, hey, look, check these guys out. If you need some help with uh, getting some these strategic partnerships in place, you need to find the right folks to bring on board. Check it out. Hey, Kyle, thanks for having us, man. Love awesome. coming back home whenever we want to get together again. Absolutely. Take care. Thanks, man. Take care. This is Kyle again with Texas Quality Assurance. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening here. Some of you don't know, but Texas Quality Assurance is a full-service quality management software and services company. We got started building quality management software. In fact, I used to build these on our dining room table, and today we have a full suite of online cloud-based software on a subscription model easy to use, easy to afford, and will have a huge immediate impact on your business. If you'd like to learn more, be sure to check it out at texasqa.com. You can find me on LinkedIn or shoot us an email. We'll be happy to help you in any way we can.